All right, all right, all right. Hey, everybody, how y'all doing today? How y'all doing today? Time for daily devotional. Daily devotional. Hey, everyone, how is everyone doing this morning? Hello, hello, hello. And my name is Sharice Johnson Moore, and I am your host for daily devotional. I am your hope builder, lifting you up out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. And it is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for daily devotional babies. Today, we are going to be talking about 1 Samuel 29, 1 through 11. 1 Samuel 29, 1 through 11. Okay. And it'll speak about the Philistines reject David. The Philistines reject David. So I want you to get your pen, your paper, your tablet, cell phone, laptop, however you may be reading the word, right? And take down some notes, right? And come on and let's deep dive into this topic for today. The Philistines reject David. Come on now, let's get busy. Authors, 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 have you written a book? Are you an experienced author or a new author? Well, I've got news for you. Authors Excerpt Sunday is the perfect start to growing your audience awareness with the public. Authors Excerpt Sunday has interview spots available in many forms. Live broadcasting done on all social media outlets, television, and podcasting. We would love to help you tell the world about your book. You can reach us at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. And let's tell the world about your book. All right, let's deep dive into this chapter of 1 Samuel 29, 1 through 11. And it reads, Now the Philistines gathered together all their armies to Apec. And the Israelites pitched by a fountain which is in Zareel. And the lords of the Philistines passed on by hundreds and by thousands. But David and his men passed on in the re-reward with Ashish. Then said the princes of the Philistines, What do these Hebrews heal? And Ashish said unto the princes of the Philistines, Is not this David, the servant of Saul, the king of Israel, which have been with me these days or these years? And I have found no fault in him, since he fell unto me unto this day. And the princes of the Philistines were wroth with him. And the princes of the Philistines said unto him, Make this fellow return, that he may go again to his place which thou hast appointed him. 
and let him not go down with us to battle, lest in the battle he be an adversary to us. For wherewith should he reconcile himself unto his master, should it not be with the heads of these men? Is not this David, of whom they sang one to another in dances, saying, Saul slew his thousands, and David his ten thousands? Then Ashish called David and said unto him, Surely, as the Lord liveth, thou hast been upright, and thy going out and thy coming in with me in the host is good in my sight, for I have not found evil in thee since the day of thy coming unto me unto this day. Nevertheless, the Lord's favor thee not." Wherefore, now return and go in peace, that thou displease not the lords of the Philistines. And David said unto Ashish, But what have I done? And what hast thou found in thy servant so long as I have been with thee unto this day, that I may not go fight against the enemies of my lord the king? And Ashish answered and said to David, I know that thou art good in my sight, as an angel of God, notwithstanding the princes of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to battle. Wherefore now rise up early in the morning with thy master's servants that are come with thee, and as soon as ye be up early in the morning and have light, depart. So David and his men rose up early to depart in the morning to return unto the land of the Philistines, and the Philistines went up to Jezreel. I have just finished reading 1 Samuel 29, 1-11. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for... Leading us right from wrong. Leading us right from wrong. You know, guiding us and telling us, you know, who's right for us to be around and who's not for us to be around. And 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 sometimes it may hurt from the rejection that we get from people, but God, you are guarding us from a lot of trouble. <laughs> You're keeping us from a lot of trouble. And you're keeping us in this mindset of they're keeping us in this mindset of look um these ain't these people are not for you thank you Lord sometimes rejection hurts but sometimes rejection is necessary so God can keep you and guide you in the way he wants you to go you know and um thank you Lord for doing that to us doing that for us doing that uh, you know, turning other people's hearts to stone to to cast us out, to cast us about, you know, to cast us. We might think it it hurts us at the time, but if you look back on it, Lord, you have kept us from all hurt, harm, and danger. You know, especially when it comes to people. So, Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. We do pray. And Lord, may you add a blessing to the reading of your word. In Jesus' name, Amen, Amen, and Amen.
to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore. I am the owner, CEO of LBM TV. It is a streaming channel that can be located on the C1 Media Network Smart TV app. This app can be located on Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, and Google TV. We have advertising spots available for businesses that want to advertise their products or services on our channel. We have an audience of 4.25 million viewers daily reaching 70 plus countries. We have advertising packages to fit your company's needs. We would love for you to join the LBM family. You can reach us through our email address, lbmtvmedia at gmail.com or call us at 724-570-1153 for further details. Talk to you soon and let's advertise, advertise and tell the world what you are made of. now let's get into this topic right so we see that David is in a place where he's hanging out with the Philistines right he's hanging out with the Philistines and the leaders of the Philistines have come to talk to Ashish about David and they was like why is he here won't you you know he doesn't belong with us he doesn't fit in with us. He is a, he is an Israelite. He is a Hebrew. He is not of our tribe. He's not of our people. He's not with, he's not, um, he's not one of us. Okay. That's what they saying. He's not one of them. Okay. So the princes of the Philistines say, send him back where he came from. Right. So, Ashish has to go talk to David, and he tells David, says, you know what, you can't hang out with us no more, because the princes of Philistines say you can't hang out with us because you're not one of us, and we will not let you go into battle because, uh, eh, don't feel right. Something, something is not right. It's not, it's not right, you know. And it is a thing of sometimes, like I said, I was saying this earlier, you know, I, I was sitting here thinking about this. And it says, sometimes when people reject you, it is for God to protect you. <laughs> Let me say that one more again. When people reject you, that's when God is protecting you. Okay. And it is such a place of Sometimes we might feel hurt, or we look at it from the carnal sense. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what the carnal sense means. We look at it. Oh, they don't love us. They don't want us. They don't desire us. And and, and why people don't like us? And why people this? And why people abuse me? And why people did? Okay, one thing. Sometimes God brings us to a place where He does not want us to be. 
These people are not for you. These are not your people. These are not who I want you to hang out with. This is not who I want you to grow with or be with or uh, could join with. God is protecting you when he sends you this, this bout of rejection from the people, everybody that you meet. These people is not for you. You're meant to be by yourself and you're meant to spend time with me and you're, spent, you're meant to uh, really have a relationship with me. So, don't ever look at God. Don't ever look at him like, oh, um, you know, uh, you know, it's not working out, God. It's not working out. I want to be with this person. I want to. You're trying to make it be something it ain't. Okay. I've dealt with this in my life. And I totally understand that this is sometimes, this is how we get when we are rejected at an early age. I was just talking about this. I was thinking about this earlier. And, um, and I spoke about this in my, um, in a, in a quick little, uh, reel, a quick little reel on my Facebook page. If y'all keep up my Facebook page, you know, it's, uh, at SNJ Moore. Uh, that is my page, uh, SNJ Moore at 5289. Uh, you know, go and check out the, you know, clips. I put out a clip every morning, a, mo- a, a daily motivational. Okay, and it speaks about rejection. And I have dealt with rejection in my life, so I know how that feels because I was raised by my grandparents, not my parents, but my grandparents. And sometimes that is a a thing to me. It was so, so, it, it took me so long to get over this. It took me so long. It took me almost 40 years to really get over this trauma, trauma, traumatic event that my parents did not want me. Okay? Now, then it caused me to go through life, 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 and hook up with the wrong people because I thought they liked me. No, it was me forcing myself on people that did not have their, my best interests at heart. Okay, that's the way I see it now. I don't, I don't see it no other way. And it was me trying to fit in somewhere where God didn't want me to fit in at. And, yes, my feelings got hurt. My feelings got, uh, you know, tore to pieces about the rejection, about, oh, why did they use me? Or why did they do this to me? Or why did they kick me to the curb? Or, oh, or why wasn't I good enough for you? You know, da 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 it, it gave me so many traumatic uh, thoughts when people rejected me. And I took it really personal. And I would think, I said, okay, well, these people don't want me. So, um, you know, that's they, then after a while, I realized the older I got, the more I started to realize that God was protecting me from these people. And he was giving me instincts all along that these people were not for me. Because he would sit, he would, it would be signs. It'd be signs. I remember one time, I remember one time I used to call this, this lady, my friend and me and her kind of grew up. We didn't, I say we grew up together and she was, she was, me and her was about, I say she about two years older than me. Okay. And me and her used to hang out and, you know, things like that. And the first time I hung out with her, she took me to a, a person's house. And the person's house was a male friend of hers, and they were sitting at the table doing drugs, and I was at the, I was sitting on the couch, 
And the guy asked her, do, is it, is it, is it okay if he gave me some drugs? They were sitting there, at the time, I didn't realize they were sitting there doing cocaine at the table, okay? And, um, I had never done no cocaine, never done no drugs, never done, you know, I, I was, I was green, okay, jolly green, okay? And, um, she told him no. No, I don't want her to have that. No, she she don't need that. She don't she don't need that. You know, she she good. She alright. She she don't need nothing we doing over here. That's what she said. She was sitting at the table. Him, him and her was sitting at the table and they were sitting there snoring the coke. And um I was sitting there and I was like, okay, well what I you know, what do I do? And she said, No, you need to what you need to do, you need to take her home. That's what you need to do. Okay, this story is in my book. It's entitled Coming and Loving Yourself. So you may want to go get the book, you know, so you can read the rest of the story. But it, it speaks about the rejection that, um, it, it speaks about that. And the thing is, is that me and the person, still, me and the girl still remain friends. But later on down the road, and during our friendship, she would... She, me and her, after a while, me and her really connected and stuff, and we was in our drug, that was in our drug, really bad drug day usage. And we were crack smokers. And uh, I speak about this in the book, too, so you can read that story. And I realized over a period of time she was jealous of me because at the time we was out there, we was in the street, we was tricking, we was we was being prostitutes and things like that, and we, that's how we would get our our money and then we go buy our crack okay so i'm giving you a whole lot of background on the old me okay right so this is what happened so i realized she would get mad at me because i was getting more dates than her i say it like that and um and to my surprise one of her one of her her male friends came and told me one day she said you know she's jealous of you right I was thinking, why would she be jealous of you? Because she think you prettier than her. Or she thinks you, you know, you look more better than her. She had insecurities about herself. I didn't know she had. So I realized then after a while, I realized what he was saying was right because, okay, this hot, this, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. Y'all know I'm always, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real person, right? So in the instinct, in, the, in, the, in, in that, in that uh, uh, lifestyle, um, we, you know, uh, after a while, she was like, okay, well, I want you to get with this dude. And the guy will have some crack, okay? And that's how we would do, okay, he had some crack. All right, she would get her portion, and then I would get mine, but then she won't, she would want more from me than from the dude. Anyway, it's just a, it's just a thing. Well, back in the day, okay? And I was like, why would she be like that, you know? And I, I was like, okay, and... So then she started bringing the gas to me, and, and that's how I knew she not had my best interest at heart because she would get from both of us her 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 payment, as they, they call that, a payment, payment for services, right? You know, I'm using her place, and she wants, she wants something from me, she wants something from the guy. Okay, cool. So then I was realizing one day, when I left her house one day, and I left with a boyfriend of mine at the time and um and he was a drug addict too 
And she, I left with her, I left with him, and she started talking nasty to me. Why you, you stupid, and you this, you that, and da da da. And I'm sitting there like, really? I mean, you know, I'm thinking, oh, so this, you know, I didn't really, I didn't know she felt that way about me until that spilled out, until she said those things, and I realized, you know what, she's not been my friend. She's not, she has not been my friend all this time. She's just been using me to get what she wanted for she to get high, and that was her way of her getting high, okay? Because after a while, she got to a point where she wasn't prostituting no more. And that's all she was thinking about with her next half, okay? She went, she took it to another level, okay? And anyway, and I was realized, I said, you know, and then I realized from that instant and on that on, that point on, I realized I had to treat her different. I had to treat her like, no, okay, um, I would treat her different, treat, treat her totally different because... I think she was my friend, and I don't think we were cool, and I was thinking, all right, okay, you know, because I used to call, all right, you know, you know how you had one of them best friends that come over and do, you know, give you money and, and treat them nice, and I was one of them type of friends, right? And I realized when she wouldn't get what she wanted on me, she turned on me, and I put, I had blinders on. I, I, keep, I put the blind, I, blinders was on her, right? And that day, it seemed like my eyes just finally opened to see who she really was. And I was like, really? You know, and I thought I had to be a people pleaser to have friends. Okay? And really, their rejection was God, in a way, protecting me from the people to who they really were. They were users and abusers, right? And I was like, okay, all right, God, you know. And now, now I have had this connection with, I have this connection with God. I have this connection with him. And he has shown me that these people, whenever I meet people, he gives me this feeling of if they're bad or they uh, they have bad intentions for me or good intentions for me. And I listen to them now. Back in the day, I didn't want to listen to that. You know, I would get this vibe, oh, this person ain't, you know, this and this person is that. And, and I would ignore the, the, the feeling that would come over me about this person. And... Now that I had this relationship with God, it has, made, it, it has how can I say, it has really given me an eye opener that God is protecting me from people that are not for me. This is what David is going through in this moment in time where he has shown that he is, uh, he's feeling, why are you turning on me? Why are you, why are you, why are you doing me like this? You know, I haven't done anything to you. And, and, and really it is gone saying these people is not your people. These people don't have the best interest in, in mind for you. They have no good intentions and they think, you know, and really they're sitting there telling Ashish, say, look, you know, he might, you know, going back over there to Saul's side and you know, killing us. So why is you hanging out with this dude? Cause he might turn around and go back to his master. He might go back over there to the to the to the Israelite side, you know. They was they had all the reason to think that, you know, because David was a Israelite. He's Hebrew. No, and and the thing is, is that God puts God gives us these instincts, right? He gives us these solid instincts to tell us what is going on—a vibe, a feeling, a, a notion, a, a 
Sometimes it could be the person's actions. Sometimes it could be what they say out their mouth. Sometimes it could be how they treat you when they're around other people. You just have to learn how to pay attention to the signs of their rejection of you. And sometimes the rejection is not bad. The rejection is some it, it the rejection is not bad at all. Let me tell you. Okay. As I look back over my life, I realized God was protecting me from a lot of stuff, but I just was hard-headed. I was just hard-headed as a bowl of rocks, okay? I was hard-headed as a bowl of rocks, okay? And um, and I, something that I realized in my life is that I have to be more picky about the people I want to hang out with. I have to be careful about who my circle, what my circle consists of, what I, you know, what I want to do, you know, what I want to, you know, I have to be, I have to be, I have to, I have to be more cautious and I have to ask God, is this person for me to hang out with? You know, and I can't hang out with everybody. You can let me tell you something. When you start, you start, when, when you have this relationship with God, you are very, you turn into a very picky person about who you even talk to on a phone conversation. You become picky. You become choicy. You become choosy. You become uh, very discerned. You have when you have this relationship with God, you become very discerned about things that He is revealing to you. He is opening your eyes to let you see that this is how I want you to depend on me for your feelings, for your thoughts, and your needs. And you should not have to depend on other people. I should lead you, guide you, and show you the way in your everyday living. And when we when we start living in God, when we when we start living right, when we start living holy, we start even the church people even seem sometimes you be like, no, I ain't trying to know, because there's been a lot of pastors and things like that that I've come across. Where they have they they don't give me the good vibe. They don't don't give me no good they don't give me no good vibe. They either using people, they manipulating people, they trying to con people, or you know. And I have to ask God about people that I have in my life now because I'm tired of getting hurt. I'm tired of getting used and abused and dogged out, and, and that just get old after a while, really for real, for real. And, uh, you know, and, and sometimes we just have to say, look, Lord, okay, tell me what's up with this person. Tell me. So I know, you know. And um, since I have been listening to God, he has led me not astray. He's led me to the most wonderful of wonderful people. He's opened doors for me. I didn't think I could open it, that the door would be open. He has done some things for me, child, that... You can't tell me nobody but God did them things for me because I, I can't even, let me tell you something. When you start listening to God, he tell you a lot of stuff and he leads you in the way that you should go. So don't think, don't take your being rejected by these people as something that's against you. No, God is trying to protect you, baby, from all the stuff that you don't need to go through. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to be content. He wants you to be prosperous. You know, and, and let me tell you, when you, you know, I, I, when I listen to God about everything, he even guards my money. <laughs> he even guards my money and tells me what I should do with it and what I shouldn't do with it. 
you know, and that is something that he has guided and leaded me to, and he's given me, got me to understand that, look, I got to depend on God for everything. All the protection I need comes from God, and he's led me, he's not led me astray not once since I have become his child. Once again, we reconnected, we we talk, we every, me and God, we best friends, okay, because <laughs> he, because when you have a relationship with God and he protects you from everything, once you become, once you become totally trusting to God, God will lead you down the right path you should go. He's led you, he's led me, he's led me to do, to, to even uh, open my mouth to speak about some things. You know, that I was hiding, that I was putting and throwing it under the rug, you know, sweeping it under the rug. No, I don't want to tell nobody that. I don't want to tell nobody that. I don't want to tell nobody that. You know, and God has opened my mind and my heart and my soul to get me to understand that, look, I can't, I can't, um, I, um, I can't keep quiet about his goodness and his mercy and his love and his power and his glory. So, don't Take the rejection wrong from the people. Look at it as guidance from God. I want y'all to have a blessed day. This has been our lesson for daily devotional for today. It is about David being rejected by the Philistines. You know, and and uh, you know, and sometimes you know, rejection is our protection from God. You know, with God by our side. So I want y'all to have a blessed day. And I'll talk to you later on Daily Devotional. Bye, babies. Hello to all my entrepreneurs. My name is Sharice Johnson-Moore, and welcome to Sharice Johnson-Moore's podcast. Do you have products and services that you want to tell the world about? Well, I have an offer for you. Did you know that when you make a 60-minute voiceover ad and place it in podcasts, that it increases your business awareness by 50% in the marketplace? Voiceover ads aren't that expensive. They range from $15 to $25. It all depends on where you place your ad in the podcast. So come on in and place your ad on Sharice Johnson Moore's podcast and tell the world what you have to offer. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com or 724-570-1153 for further details. Come on, let's tell the world what you are made of. All right, all right, all right. It's been that time. It's been good. And, you know, we have learned some stuff today, child, you know. And (laughs) let me tell you something. I get invigorated when I when I give you the word for the day. I I feel invigorated, motivated. I feel oh my! I just feel I feel 
at peace, you know, because I feel my words have meaning when I speak with you all. I feel that you're listening, and I tell that you're listening because I see the ratings and I see the numbers. So, I wanted to say, you know, it's been an honor and a privilege to really come and and sit down and listen and talk and and really get to, you know, um, you know, to spend time with you. Okay? Um, I'm thinking about adding another segment to my podcast. I don't know. It's just just going to be a regular like conversation like we're going to talk, you know, like you have questions, like a question and answer type thing and and I'm going to, you know, sit and talk with you and and understand that uh, I want to really uh, get to know my audience. I really want to get to know my followers. And uh, I want to, you know, have a relationship with my followers instead of we just, you know, meeting every now and then or something like that. And I want to get to know, I want to get to know and understand my audience. I think that's where uh, we, you know, we can, we can come together and become as one, you know, when we start getting to know each other, understand each other. So... I will let you know when that episode uh, shall premiere. I might put it, I, I might do it live. I, I might do a recording. I, I don't know. I'll let you know. I'm still in the I'm still in the thinking process about that one. But I wanted to say thank you all for listening to my podcast. I would greatly, 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 if greatly enjoy it if you leave your questions, if you leave your comments, if you, if you really enjoyed the podcast, podcast episode please tell me i i love i love hearing from my audience okay so i want to thank you again for listening to daily devotional and if you have any questions or you have any concerns you let me know all right i love you and you have a blessed day talk to you next time on daily devotional